0: The Album Concept Hour. It's the, the Album
1: Concept, concept Hour. hour. Right. Everybody, welcome to the Album Concept Hour. We are doing The Who's Tommy Part 2. We've done Part 1. We got up to track 10, which is the first uh, first couple sides of this one. And uh, we're about to get right into the, the second part, which starts let's at get, track eleven. Let's get ready side for the three. truly
2: disturbing to continue.
1: Yes, the truly uh, macabre, the truly disgusting. This is this is uh, the first one. I'll say that uh, let, let's just say there's a loose trigger warning on this one. There's a few really adult topics of uh, sexual abuse type stuff. So if you are queasy around that, then uh, change the episode. We have um, happy ones. We promise. Yeah, yeah, we have happier episodes. Yeah, that don't focus entirely on suffering. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's that's enough teasing for the second half. Uh, we're uh, uh, my, my name is uh, Brad LeBaron, I am your host as always. And we have in the studio with us uh,
2: John Aker. John
1: Aker, that's right. Um, he's here, and uh, he's ready to commentate. And then we have Dave. We have virtual Dave over here. In hello, my little hello. Zoom box, how you doing, Dave? Yeah, surviving. Yeah, yeah, surviving, surviving. Good. Virtual good. digital Dave. Yep, yep. D Dave. Yep. I've been recently tested. I'm COVID free. um <laughs> Now that we have to check in out of every every episode, just if I've recently yeah. got a test, I like to like to you know, nice to know. Tell everyone, mm. yeah you know? hey guys, I'm COVID free. <laughs> Let's uh, have a party. Yeah, let's let's have a party, party with uh, ten US people a. very close to each other. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're we're covering Tommy part two. Um, if you haven't listened to the first one, go hop over to the first one. Check it's out. It's really there.
2: important that you know both parts to know the whole.
1: Yes, story. these are these are some of the few episodes where you need to. It is imperative that you hear one of the two parts before the second of the two parts. Yes. <laughs> so um, we don't do that often, but um, we're,
2: we're getting we're getting more advanced in our old age.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll throw it to 30, be continued. Thirty plus on.
2: episodes in. Jeepers, kind
1: of. oh, I know it's uh, we're. We're on season two. Um, but this is, uh, I don't know, maybe a third of the way through season two or something. I, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Our continuity
2: is real, uh, real bingy bongy, you know? Yeah, it like,
1: goes uh, all, all over the place a little bit. Yeah, little yeah. Like a bouncy ball. So um, who knows what's happening in the world around us when this episode? Uh, who releases? knows? You know, it's kind
2: of fun because that frees us up, you know? Like, we don't mm, we can talk about what we want to talk about but hey that might not be the topic of the day <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> but yeah, yes we, we have gotta to be, talk about something yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: we have to be a little general about the world events um, <laughs> but yeah well this uh, this this album that we're working on though is a very it's a very uh, personal um, album it's apparently uh, um, I don't think we mentioned it last episode but it's dedicated to this guy uh, Meher Baba. Who uh spent uh apparently spent some years not speaking um for his spirituality. That was one of his ways that he uh um showed how close to God he was. Or wait, no no no, that he I think he originally thought he was God. He was Boy. God in, he was an avatar, God in human form. It's it, you know, some of that sixties that kind of uh you know, a lot of that uh, uh, leaders the and, and spiritual leaders going as, uh, around inspiring uh Young hippies. So
2: this kind of rock pronounces? We did a lot of drugs
1: in the 60s. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a decent amount of drugs in the 60s. It yeah, was experiment at the <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of LSD, a little bit of acid, a little bit of cocaine. I <laughs> think <laughs> uh, you make some rock music. Um, so, uh, this, if you've, uh, if you've seen the movie, you you know exactly what we're talking about. There's some, some weird weird stuff going on. Some weird I wild uh, stuff. unfortunately didn't get to see the second half of the film yet, so... Um, I don't know how it ends, uh, but it doesn't end well. Find out together, Well, Brad. I mean, I, I'm not—I won't spoil it, but um, it—I think it has a different ending in the uh, the album than the movie. I'm assuming because of reasons that we will get to. Um, I can't really talk much about this right now because there's just so much. There's to... so much. So when we last left our hero, though, let's let's do that. Let's do a little recap. All right. Last, last
2: time on Tommy.
1: Last time on Tommy. <laughs> Um, I believe the last track, uh, Tommy is having his acid trip from the Acid Queen, right? So it's like the the big, long, like 10 minutes. You know that Vision Quest? Played yes, a Vision Quest. In the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He goes to his musical dreams where um, he has his own kind of reality with um, apparently an old man or something that's in there too. Um, but yeah, the Acid Queen played by Tina Turner, and uh, he goes into his little iron maiden acid trip machine and um, he he sees some things uh, for the first time since he was a child he sees he some things he sees um,
2: blind deaf and dumb boy
1: and uh, it's got parts from sparks which is a different uh, track earlier in the album it's got um, you know the last the last track's got a lot of uh, pieces from different places it's got fucking timpanies in there you know um, he's got really good, uh, music dreams for someone that's deaf, you know, but weird, maybe he smelled them. Maybe he smelled the music. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely felt it. Definitely that's felt sure. it. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's gone on his acid trip, but, uh, he still doesn't, uh, see, hear or, or, or um, s- or speak. speak, um, but he has kind of had a, um, I guess maybe a personal awakening of sor- sorts, for just following his musical dreams but um yeah at this point his uh, parents though are still distraught and they're uh they're thinking you know what let's go get a night out of the town let's do you think we could just leave him with uncle ernie you know could we just so um this is uh this is track 11 this is uh do you think it's all right
3: It's alright. It's alright. Do you think it's alright?
2: It's not alright.
1: It's alright, people. Um, another classic example of them doing these beautiful harmonies uh, about this. Yeah, uh, beautiful sixties yeah. harmonies, yeah, 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 yeah. classic example. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's kinda of like so it's gone kind of like from what about the boy to like Hey you think it's alright to leave him with Uncle Ernie? Like I feel like they're
2: We got stuff to do, right? They're, they're, they need a night
1: off. They need some time Yeah, their, their attention to the problem is has, has every
2: couple needs a date night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They've lost patience for what they're going through. But Yeah, um in the movie oh, in the movie, um this, I am s- this far still. Uh, I'm I'm up to Pinball Wizard, so anything past that I don't know. Um, but Keith Moon plays Uncle Ernie, and he just he does he really hams it up. He's just this really like from the get go. He he's a mustache. He's just you know what he looks like. He looks like fucking Les Claypool in some of those those music videos where he's just playing a creep, you know. He looks a lot like one of those less play playable characters, right? So anyone uh that's got, you know, got a visual that... Well
0: Keith Moon always loved dressing up and just acting weird like for the sake of doing it. So there, there's this yeah. Sony's random footage of him doing just bizarre things and like all the music videos there. so uh... Yeah, yeah, he is probably, very... do you want to do this? like
1: I'll dress up. He's very animated. Yeah. He He's likes to get into that idea. weird zone. Yeah. But yeah, so he he plays Uncle Ernie, and um, they go out, the uh, uncle slash uh, dad, uh, if, you're, you know, if you're following the last time, you know that the album version, his dad is living, and uh, his you know, dad and mom are going off doing these things, um, but in the movie version, it's this guy that his mom was sleeping with who kills his dad. All right, up to speed. Uh, um, so, like I said, listen to the first episode before you listen to this episode, guys. Just don't jump into this episode. <laughs>
2: this is not something <laughs> to just dive in blind. Yeah, the
1: yeah. wall kind of had, like, nice bookends, no, you no, know. No skinny but, like, dipping at one, midnight with this one. Yeah, this one mm-hmm. is, uh, you're going to need both. Um, so, okay, let's just, um, let's just, not, uh, like, you know, beat around the bush here. Let's just get to it. It's fiddle about. It's the, the grossest. <sighs> track on this album. God damn it, Uncle Ernie. And it's, it gets stuck in your head. So, here it is.
2: Uncle Ernie was a diddler.
1: Yep, Uncle Ernie it's so that's the trigger warning i was talking about people um this they got a song about a a uh, kid diddler in this album and it's uh extremely poppy it's really poppy and positive sounding like a a beach boy song or something and or or a happy beatles tune you know
0: so i had a friend when he was younger he uh listened to this album their music because his parents but uh he said, like when I was young, like I thought it was like this because it was upbeat and happy. It's uh, maybe they're just like actually just playing. Like he didn't like, know, like how to take. It's like oh, it's, it's they're just playing around. Like they're not. They're, nothing's crazy happening, right? Because it's upbeat and it's positive.
1: Yeah, you know, I guess so it's, it's
0: a weird way, different. Like how depending on your viewpoints your age, like think like it starts taking different turns or. You can...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that the line that we chose is like the clearest indication that it's oh, yeah. like you know, a miss. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than the, that line specifically, like that, I think is the only line that addresses the literal pedophilia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the rest of them, yeah, it could be just construed as general abuse, you know, not necessarily, you know, because obviously it's about abuse, but you could, I guess your friend you know, saw it as playing. He was fiddly, yeah, like diddling about. Song. Really well, like the Kevin song, like the song about Cousin Kevin. It sounds like if you're not paying too much attention, oh, yeah. it could sound like, oh, yeah, you know, we're having a great old time with Cousin you Kevin.
0: Like, you listen to it, you, you like, see all the lyrics, like, this is pretty dark.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is just like another, this is maybe the well, what, remember, third traumatic event. Tommy can't discussed.
2: cry out either yeah yeah, like yeah he yeah. doesn't know what's going on he is blind deaf and dumb yeah yeah for the most part uh-huh. especially in formative years
1: oh you, yeah until he doesn't know what's yeah. going on yeah, yeah yeah
2: you can lose one sight maybe two and survive as a human being but you lose three and man it's yeah. amazing that this album exists
3: jeepers trying
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, uh, it, it like w- if you can overcome that, you are you know, it's what it, do you have to overcome, strong. Brad? Oh, oh, being deaf, dumb, and blind. Like, you know, that's uh, it's a hard that life. Really, that but really some causes do
2: you. It. That really causes you to be a uh, certain state of mind. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So the, the who is uh, bringing attention to uh, pedophilia back in the '60s? So I mean. This stuff is being being, you know, and no one was writing about. pop
2: songs about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean there's uh there's not a whole lot, I don't think, right?
2: It's really like yeah. a uh, like they, they were trying to draw attention to it without drawing attention to
1: it. Well like I think I don't think they were necessarily trying to make a statement about pedophilia. Well yeah, obviously this that, is not an I album. think they're more just like painting the picture even darker as dark as it could possibly be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they use the word rape a few times. They talk about raping you. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of like really like uh, visceral oh, uh, you know, choices. Oh fiddly diddly. Yeah yeah. Fiddly diddly. Um, yeah d- uh, different time I guess. But yeah the the really the the really horrible thing about the song though is that it's it's you know it's about that and it it immediately got stuck in my head because it's just. <sighs> you know and it's got like a march kind of you can only hope that, that was kind of like
2: part of their meaning
1: it's like a it's like a sick joke is what it is dude, that's, that's <laughs> why I say you
2: can only hope that that's kind of part of their meaning or you're going to do this really gross song about a yeah. gross dude we're going to go all fiddle about and we're going to get stuck in your you head you know there was a lot <laughs> of that kind of
1: like subversive mentality where it's like hmm what can we get away with with this on with, you know without the censors you have noticing. so much money we got so much money. How can we say fuck in the background? Like, because, <laughs> they, you know, they had to, they did have to get really, like, I mean, there's there's definitely plenty of, of songs in, like, alternative rock that probably talk about this subject, but, oh, like, yeah. um, in visceral ways. But, like, you know, back then, if you wanted to talk about anything that was not, you know, that was PG-13 or higher, like, you had to disguise it. are PG-13 and, and
2: higher, by the way. What? Like I mean, like like RPG thirteen and higher was there like R.
1: Well, yeah, the like, PG thirteen thing like didn't what happen until I mean. like PG
0: was R now. I'm just yeah. look at the bad news bears.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a prime example. Thank God for eighties PG ratings. That's all I gotta say. As a kid of the two thousands and nineties, is I got to see some cool stuff because PG ratings in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> no one gave a shit. No one gave a fuck. So um,
2: can we get can we get out of this oh, yeah. depressing mood? Speaking of
1: the '80s, um, this is a song of theirs that I assumed came out in the '80s, but it did it's not. It's the Bagger. It's Pinball Wizard. I like to think that uh, the guy yelling "I don't know" is just a guy in the crowd that's just oh, like absolutely. been following him, and he's just yeah. like he's just like his brain is just melting. He's just like
2: I just don't understand. I d-.
1: So he's like, "How does he do this?" And the guy no, that's, just in the crowd like, I don't "That know.
2: that's totally what that is. That's a call and response. That's a watching him do yeah. his thing." And all of a sudden, somebody says, "He's like, how do you think he does it? I don't know." What makes him so good? <laughs> That's totally what that is. It's a yeah. selling point. Uh-huh, it's a selling uh-huh. point within the song, yeah. and it's my favorite part because this was like the this was like the main one that was on the radio. Uh-huh. I didn't know fucking Pete Townsend could sing, and all of a sudden I hear that, and I was like, "Who did that lyric?" And I, oh, Pete Townsend. And then I started learning more about that aspect of the band.
1: Uh, yeah, because yeah, I yeah. was a
2: pop, I was, right, I was a radio is, kid. You're you know? right. This
1: is the one that sounds most like later. This, this was like the biggest radio song from the album. Uh-huh. This was the radio and the song. Next, yeah. The next yeah. album sounds more like this song. You know, who's next?
2: There's, there's actually a, a cool
1: mythos. Is who's next is the next one. Yes, yeah, correct. I, be, I, I always forget. I get the because they but, they have who in all their titles, so I just I don't <laughs> I get them all mixed up.
2: There's actually a cool mythos. Who's he in the sky song, with diamonds?
1: Um, what? Yeah.
2: There's actually a cool mythos <laughs> that surrounds this song, and it's uh, that they pretty much had most of the album done, and they were like, you know, talking to their like executives about it. And if anybody's out there, like, we won't fact check ourselves on this one because I like the myth. But if anybody wants to fact check me on a fan basis, by all means. Yeah. But what I heard was that like they were talking to like some of their record record executives about it, and they're like, "Well, it's gonna go out to you know um, critics before it hits you know play dates and, and, and you know radio," and they're like, "This one guy. They, most of the people are gonna like what you're doing because they like the way the the concept is going with music, but there's one guy that always has like real harsh criticism on this kind of stuff." But if you can, like, figure out, like, figure out a way, like, figure out a song that we can sell to him, and, like, you'll probably get it. And Pete Townsend found out that the guy, like, pinball. So he wrote this song in, like, five minutes, finished it off the album, did some added some things. I imagine adding some of that riff, or maybe the riff existed, and he created the song around the riff that was already in the album. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I don't. I assume that like some of the songs where you're I'm hearing sure something several... like sort of in the back
0: of his head kind of always playing with.
1: Like, how about yeah. this? Well, yeah. And the songs where you're hearing several pieces of other songs, like yeah, I'm sure that, those that's came what last, I'm saying. You know? Like, did those come yeah. last or did those? Come, I think like... those. I don't know. Well, but actually, I, think they, they, they...
0: They, I bet they all came together because he wrote it as a rock opera. So he's right. probably using yeah. different planting and different songs uh-huh. together.
1: And then then wrote the lyrics maybe last, you know. Maybe he had the riff, but he didn't have the lyrics. Maybe, um, but he wrote
2: the song down in like five minutes, and they sent it to the that record guy. Yeah, it looks and like he loved it.
1: It looks like genius is, uh, you know, says you're right. You know, um, they had to sh- kind of shoehorn this into the story, even though it's not an integral part of it. Um, but it became like the fit most it famous was, it. was, it was the, it's the banger. Um, and, it's oh the yeah. One they
2: still play on, on like one Oh one five type radio.
1: And to go back to the movie actually quick, cause it's the last part of the movie I've seen right before this scene, after the Ernie stuff happens, I believe he runs into a, he, he just runs away and he finds himself in this, uh, junkyard. And there is a pinball machine on top of like a car, I think. And he just yeah, like, it's almost like a it's not like a, like a junkyard, I remember, but it's like this weird like setting that they're in. Yeah, well, it's like a it's like a an auto stage. salvage yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, he so he gets up on top of it and he starts playing, and um, he just it you know immediately it's like everything glows and um, I forget what songs playing in the background, but. I one of the instrumentals. Um, but, yeah, then when everyone I- discovers him, his, like, stepdad is like, oh, he's, like, You're, like really good at pinball. Well, maybe I should get him a pinball machine or something. Because um, the next machine, the next song is, you know, Pinball Wizard. And um, he just immediately is this famous pinball wizard out of nowhere, you know. And then... He has
2: no distractions.
1: And I have no idea where it goes from really? there. I mean, I, I he makes some kind of pinball cults. I don't know.
2: I mean, he plays There's by a sense a... of
0: smell. He's <laughs> pretty. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he
1: smells. He, uh, he smells the pinballs. He can smell the way that they're they're hitting each other and uh, the the velocities they're going at. He can smell that kind of thing. Like the smell of the wood or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that's probably like indicative the only, of them writing it in five the minutes. The only
2: logic that's that that supports this is that. Yes, if you lose one or two senses, your other senses can become strong, especially in youth. But damn, that's a hell of a taste. That's <laughs> a hell of a smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hell of a smell, yeah.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, he, he just... Um,
2: he can... He I can... can't begin <laughs> to
1: understand the amount of smell it takes.
2: That's a hell of a smell. Next thing, he's going to start licking the machine. And it,
1: it is there a superhero with the smell thing? No. I can't think of any.
0: If it is, I'm
2: sure. There's
1: it's... like a like a like a grade B or C, like just yeah, like a like a TV superhero. It was on the CW Some... or something. <laughs> Some bad like one of. episode. Of, oh, that's a shot fired. On like right one there. episode of Supergirl,
2: <laughs> or Smallville. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, Kryptonite bullets. Did you Remember see that, that? Did you see that the um,
2: Flash uh, show just did like a with all of them? Yeah, they, they did just everything. did a whole did DC. Uh, what, what, what was that? They crossed one? over, the like crossover everything. Earth or whatever. The
1: the, the something of <laughs> infinite. Uh, <laughs> infinite
2: Earths. That's the one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Anyway, Um yeah. <laughs> But uh, so this is Roger Daltrey singing, right?
2: Yes, most of it, except for the part that we we pick for a clip. That is Pete and Roger. Okay. Otherwise, the rest so, of it so is wait, straight So wait, wait, wait. So
1: is it Roger Daltrey then that sings mo- most in later albums? Most of most, most of the songs. It's
2: yes. Roger. Roger is the okay, voice. Okay. Okay. I think
1: I think maybe I think you were saying earlier Pete was. No. But, but it's Roger. Pete's the,
2: Pete's the writer. Yeah, Roger's, yeah, yeah. Roger is the voice. They actually yeah. didn't really like each other at first. But, yeah. But uh, but Pete knew that Roger would be, the one to kind of sell the songs he Mm, knew he mm. knew that voice was what they needed to compete
1: yeah 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 that's one thing i want to mention before we move on is like the um i listened to a couple other of their albums today i listened to um i believe who's next is the next one yeah um but huh i said okay yeah yeah. um but uh yeah i noticed that the next one it heavily features roger daltrey's vocals like it's they're they're up front in front of the rest of the vocals. There's not as many of these kind of beach boy like harmonies. and um, and I think the production is different on the vocals too.
2: Well, you see, that was but, um That was the kind of shift on who's next. Yeah was that it was supposed to be the it was supposed to be Pete's grand follow- up to Tommy. Mm-hmm.
3: Lifehouse and, and
2: Lifehouse, correct. And it kind of screwed the pooch. And he was very, like, down about it because it didn't reach what he wanted it to reach. But the record producers and Roger and shit looked at it. They're like, well, wait a second. We got a lot of good stuff here. Let's not, like, scrap the whole thing. Yeah. And they just kind of, like, added other stuff. And then Roger kind of became the voice because Pete was real down about it. Because he didn't get his artistic peak.
1: Yeah, yeah. that was what was supposed to be Lifehouse. Yeah, they and it became who's next, the and then they
2: just became like one of the biggest rock bands in the world.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's the most. I think that's one of the most iconic ones is who's next, mm-hmm. as, if you know, as far as I know, because I'm like it's
2: got like the kids are all right.
1: Well, it's got it's got so it's got the one that's in it's got the
3: yeah yeah um,
1: CSI Miami. But but I do gotta say though, my 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 original point was that this. Um, I really, really love the harmonies in this album and wow. I miss them in later who albums because or w- later the who albums. Cause like, it's just different after this, mm-hmm. as far as I know, like as far as I've listened to, you know, I need to listen to more maybe, but, um, it seems like after this Roger Deltry's like, it's like, yeah, after this is the age well, of like, <laughs> a, of like one well, song, be one, well, one singer being the lead, you know what yeah. I mean? Before well, you, you it was, kinda, like, a that, bunch of dudes that sang.
2: That happened at the end of the 60s. Yeah. You have the beginning of the 60s come out with a real focus on the group is important. Even yeah. if you're a solo artist, yeah. the group is important. And then eventually, like, a lot of groups, like, Motown's, like, the best example of it. They enter as the Supremes, and they leave as Diana Ross in the Supremes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, that, that type of shit, like... That's what really conquered the late '60s into the '70s. Yeah, it became and it, r- it ruined about, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah really, I think that's ruined, like when
1: yeah. egos really started mm-hmm. shooting up is like maybe end of like I don't know beginning of the '70s. I don't know.
2: No, it, it, yeah, beginning of the late the after, late '60s. After the look, acid war, <laughs> like the egos look, started. Look at to all rise those '60s up. bands, Brad, Brad. They
1: they killed their egos in the '60s. There's and then so <laughs> many '60s bands that like exploded.
2: Phoenix at the end of the 60s and then a bunch of them just rearranged and they became like bands that came out in the fuck between uh england and um america and that's just how you got a lot of your early 70s bands
1: yeah because yeah. they just
2: kind of rearranged themselves oh fuck you man. hey, I, I like working with you you were pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right well uh we're gonna move on to the next track um is the doctor in So this is and the doctor apparently is um Jack Nicholson. I've so I gotta finish this movie, folks, but I'm Doctor Jack. Doctor Jack Kabok. Alright, this is there's a doctor.
3: There's a man I found could bring us all joy. There's a doctor I found could kill the boy. A doctor i found can cure the boy.
1: And that's almost the whole track. Yeah, yeah, right, no, that's almost uh, the whole track. Yeah, that's why this side is like a lot longer than the first side. Is there's a lot of, a lot of short, short ones. Short
2: to the points.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is like it really it, it uh, drives home the musical aspect of it. You know, like uh, this one in particular is just like one of those. I don't know, like a scene change, sing along. So, like you know, the, the couple of the main characters come to the front <sighs> stage. Everyone behind it them is. Sh- I mean, it's, changes it's, the scenery. Like, well, you know, it's
0: definitely written like an opera where, yeah,
1: where you have like very theatrical, little very musical numbers musical. and like yeah, yeah you
0: like a set change and everything else.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they definitely like they do like, especially in the movie. I mean, I'm assuming this part is like really big, um, music man esque, you know, because like they definitely ham up the musical elements in oh, that one cuz they're using different voices and stuff so plus i mean i think they they did a production they've done productions of this you know so this was also made to be a stage show um even more so than the wall i think yes. Yeah. yeah cuz the wall is like a rock opera but it's like it's it's also a rock album yeah you, you know what i mean yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, I don't know what the this one I'm this to make.
2: one is much more. Th- this let's put it this way, the Pink Floyd one, despite being probably the <sighs> most "quote unquote" pop thing they ever did, was still very leaning towards rock or even like, um, alternative anthem. Whereas uh, this one really just the uh, the lyrics are
3: alternative.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rest lyrics of are definitely it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's very poppy. Yeah, well, the it rest of in, it fits in it, well. If you with don't think about it too era.
2: much, you just hear a nice pop song. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You got to think about it too much. As, well, this
1: is actually this is like a, a turning point. Um, too, oh, I, all like, I see
2: is the parents going. Da, 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 let's go to town tomorrow.
1: Yeah, like well, because in, in the, the movie, in the movie, like the stepdad discovers Ernie. Um, Oh, wait, Does Uncle Ernie. I forget. I forget if he actually discovers Ernie doing anything bad, or if he opens the door and Ernie is just sitting there acting cool. But deadly, fucking twiddling about. Um. But yeah, it's it's pretty. This is pretty simple. There's not a whole lot to we're say. We're pretty much.
2: We're going to town tomorrow. We y- found yeah, a boy to remove. We found a man to remove the sorrow. Yeah. We can move on.
1: Yeah. They're trying. They're trying to, you know, go to an actual doctor rather than sending him to a uh, prostitute or acid queen. Oh my god! Um, they're finally trying. to try everything. They're trying. They're horrible finally pets. trying the legitimate horrible route. Horrible. Like for the very first time, they're trying the legitimate route.
0: Well, if the acid doesn't work, I guess try it doctor. Oh, yeah, well, I suppose
1: yeah. if everything else did not work. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe this
2: legitimate form of medicine. If anything
1: does else doesn't work, I guess just go to the mirror
2: this is just another uh, great yeah. example of those beautiful vocals we were talking or you were talking about earlier, bro yeah,
1: yeah, no, I mean like i this is. One of the, I think that I've, I've really appreciated this album, and I think it got stuck in my head so well because of these vocals. Yeah, I'm a real such real, a real sucker. Song, listening to you. Yeah, real sucker for well blended vocals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, That's
2: what makes an album for me. And in a That's...
1: different, in a very different way than like the Beach Boys or the Beatles. You know, they have their own kind of. They have their own oh, little,
0: they have their own sound album. and everything. Yeah, their
1: own, their own, their own band um but yeah that's kind of the the theme that goes throughout the part that we chose um is you know you hear that part several times throughout the album Although is this the first time you're hearing that looking at you i see the i think so okay yeah yeah i think this is the first time this ha- but this this happens like i think two more times in the album um but it happens.
0: i think the last track they use it again I think they use all okay. these lines at it, the like the end of that last
1: track. I okay, maybe it's just on the last one.
0: It is the uh gazing at you, I like, get the heat following yeah. you, climb the mountain. I believe yeah. it's all like the last uh chorus or whatever in the last track.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, this is uh to to explain what's happening in the song. Basically the doctor realizes that he is not he somehow realizes he's not actually he has an inner blind. block yeah yeah he, he he um his eyes react to light he hears but he can't answer and then um it goes to the see me feel me touch me heal me thing from i think earlier
2: oh you see me touch yeah. me heal me
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah that's what he's going for but it's all in, he's all you know he's in his own wall right now um, you were
0: right from the the, the first in, half where it says right
2: uh, inside the wall seems to
0: be a psychological block in his conscious from the events of 1921. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. he did Four see shut him down.
1: Yeah, and then they do mention imagine the shock from isolation when he can suddenly hear and speak and see.
2: Can you imagine that sensory overload?
1: Yeah, yeah, and oh, just my goodness. you know trying to understand all the horrible things that happened to him. Uh, no, that that's what it
2: would be though. Have all three of those like returning like snap, coma. like all of a sudden you just be like,
1: yeah, 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 be like coming back to life as a
2: zombie.
1: You'd have to learn I mean, how to speak again.
2: You have to play pinball with
0: smells.
1: Yeah, like you would. Have to, li- you have would to seriously adjust my whole thing. Like I mean, you know, I know that they're making a you know <laughs> allegory here, but. There, was, there have been studies about like, you know, uh, I think it was like a, a, a nun covenant, covenant or something one time. They did this test uh, where they had these kids in isolation for the first like five years of their life. And the, all the kids they did that to were unable to learn speech. So like apparently you need to do that real young. It's like the movie Nell.
2: Oh, no. Speech is something you're supposed Maybe. to learn real, real young. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah. why we should be teaching foreign languages. Oh yeah, 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 kids. definitely.
1: You should teach your kid like three languages or something. My,
2: no, the, the greatest proof to that. I'm, a, I'm not a parent though, so I can't. The, the, well, I know, shit. but the greatest proof for me to that was when uh, I, I learned that my uh, my grandma could speak like half German, and like like she could do German real well, almost as well as she could do English, because when she was a kid, her parents were German immigrants. Mm-hmm. So half the time they spoke English, half the time they spoke German. Huh. And okay, because yeah, she was yeah. a kid absorbing all that, she yeah, knew a yeah, lot. Yeah. Of, even at the end, she knew a lot of German words. Well, she might because... have had to
1: speak for them sometimes, yeah. oh, as, yeah. as uh, immigrant children oh, do. How many times you go to a um, Chinese restaurant? Well, you have to. Well, if you're yeah, if you're an immigrant um, and you don't speak the local language, then sometimes you do have to rely on your kids to get things going um but yeah this uh beginning getting back to the story his um he finds out there's something wrong and then tells him to look into the mirror um or go to the mirror boy and uh this is kind of what starts off the next journey in this album the like um part where he becomes a cult leader i guess um (laughs) pinball cult leader yeah there you go Pinball Wizard, the, cult leader. Um, I don't the know.
2: Banger of the album, but the one that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot like like the movie is a lot more about pinball, I think, than the album. Well, that's um, how they sold it. It was famous. <laughs> it was so famous. Um, so like he starts staring in the in the mirror. He sees basically he sees like this. Uh, uh I guess godlike figure um, behind his own eyes, which is uh, to get into a little bit of. You know, spiritual stuff, like, there's the whole idea of your inner Buddha um, that everyone has, where, like, everyone has a little bit of Buddha in them. And uh, kind of a similar idea to, the, like, your eyes are the window to the soul. Right. Um, but I think he, had, for the first time, sees into his own, like, soul and sees into his own, um, you know, his own inner Buddha, probably, because of, you know, the hippie stuff they were doing back then so mm-hmm. that was how i kind of saw it and that kind of ignites something within him and uh he kind of decides that he is like i don't know if this is a point where he decides that he's like going to be a a spiritual leader but this is i think one of the first times he has like a uh a descartes kind of moment like i i am i think therefore i am mm-hmm. type of moment um Oh, and I like how he says this. Oh, uh, to go on with that, you know, uh, Buddha eyes thing. Right behind you, I see the millions. On you, I see the glory, which is another idea. Like you know, where if we're all have like inner Buddhas or whatever, mm-hmm. then you know he's seeing into that multitude of, you know, I forget what the term for it is for that, but there is. I think Atman is Brahman, is what it is like you're Atman if you're an individual, but Brahman is the whole, but it's all the same thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. uh, uh, Hit me up, philosophy professor, tell me what's what. I forget right now. (laughs) But, yeah, he's he's starting his kind of uh, journey into his uh, new future. Um, But the next one is still called Tommy, Can You Hear Me? So... Um, he might not have it all yet.
3: Tommy, can you hear me? Can you feel me near you? Tommy, can you see me? Can I help to cheer you? Oh, Tommy.
1: Tommy. Tommy. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy. Okay. <laughs> so this is um, yeah, this is like one of the first. Time, I I think that like it's it's interesting that like the the story starts with the parents being like brutal and you know forcing him to experience these awful awful things, but it seems like later in the album like the parents start to like care about at least finding out what's going on with tommy and trying to fix it or whatever because they you know at least they realize i
2: think they realize there's
1: hope well i think and
2: hope always sparks people to their greatest passions
1: i think that maybe they like grow a conscience you know what i mean like they started off as like well well like they're they're. i mean it's like the first time that they're showing that like oh like empathy honestly for for tommy because, like, up to this point, like, they've just kind of shuffled him around from place to place, um, like an object, you know. And now they're like, Tommy, can I cheer you? Can I help to cheer you? You know, so it's like they're kind of directly addressing, you know, Tommy, can you hear me? Tommy, can you feel me? Can you see me? Um, Do you know who um, I am? Yeah, so they're, like, really uh, attempting to break through to him. Um, but... I mean they do get fed up. Like so this is for me this is like the first they have, one they really seem to care but they also still have very little patience. Um, and then this next song I'm just going to move right into it is uh break or smash the mirror.
3: Do you hear on
1: Really. I like uh, that. I like that um that effect after the glass yeah. breaks a lot. Really um It's really kind room. of like a calm
2: after the storm.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um Honestly, the first thing I know, you know, we've talked about the wall a lot, but the first thing I thought about is the scene in the wall where he breaks through the window, scares that poor girl out of the hotel room, and like it's basically when he ironically it's the opposite moment because yeah. it's the He's moment shatter- that he starts to his isolation but it's in in this story it's the moment where he ends his isolation. You know what I mean? You see that? Yeah. Yeah. But like the, the but the, the glass shattering is like the same like thematically the same moment. You know. I think mean, I think that's probably intentional on the walls part. Um, but yeah, like basically they kind of get fed up with, uh, like, like he's still not, he's still not answering like, like, even though they know that he, you know, it's just a mental block, he's still not responding to them. He's just, he's staring at the mirror a lot doing that kind of, I guess, meditation, let's call it, you know, he's just in like a deep meditative state, you know? Well, Finding you know what's, what what sucks is that
0: He's slowly trying to figure things out.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. it's it sucks cuz like now that they know we can hear, they're kind of jumping. They're trying to jump a couple steps by saying, "Do you hear or fear me? Do you hear me and you don't want to talk to me? Or like do you not hear me? Like like do, like what's the problem here?" Yeah. You know, they're like trying to, they're trying to get receptive information out of a person that has to learn how to do that as
1: like If you don't
2: grow up with it, you have to learn it, and learning it as an adult is so much harder.
1: Well, yeah, and it takes it takes patience to rehabilitate. Um, You know, like if you go through like a big surgery or something, and um, say part of your brain is removed, you might have to relearn how to use your right side of your body or something. You know, and it's just like learning to walk again. Um, But yeah, it's something that, like, I mean, this this story kind of deals with it in a fantastical kind of way, where he just all of a sudden, like, after the mirror breaks, he just apparently has his senses back. I mean, that's as far as far as I, I'm reading it. Um, did you Do you still think, uh, what do you think happens, Dave? Because I think you were saying in the last one that you were thinking it was something else. I, was,
0: I could just, it's been a while since I listened to the whole album. And there's a lot of like little bits about there just saying how he born deaf dumb and blind and all this stuff so i was putting i was trying to remember like how like more of the story was going but Mm -hmm. i do believe you were right after listening now the second half for the first time in a while but really listening to it and i believe
1: yeah yeah because i think it's the it's basically the reason that he's able to achieve this like cult leader status yeah like because uh, in the movie, it's part; it's mostly because of the pinball wizard thing, but in the um, album, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think it's more literally just spiritual, like because you know it's based on the uh, uh, the leader we were talking about, uh, Meher Baba, um, who you know claimed that he was an avatar of God um and uh i don't know uh, there there was a lot of people in the um in the u.s that were inspired by him uh, at the time um i mean yeah pete pete townshend is the most famous though um and the next album uh uh the song baba o'reilly is actually in part named after i was about to say that
2: that sounded very familiar
1: yeah, yeah. So um, he's a big fan of uh, Meher Baba's philosophy. I don't know a whole lot about it myself, but I think that it's it's one of it's kind of one of those things that happened in the '60s <laughs> a lot. There was a lot because, like, we were kind of experiencing a shift in. Um, our awareness of other spiritualities and cultures in the US. So uh, you know, a lot of
0: a lot of their bands are doing the same thing oh, Beatles you know, it's, little, it's just... Uh
1: Beatles went over and they had their, their India experience and yeah. came back and yeah, that changed their music. Um so yeah a lot of a lot of I think it was a, one of the biggest cultural shifts that the US has had in maybe I don't know its whole history. <laughs> I don't know. But it was so fast, so much. You know, it's, it's before the internet. You know,
2: it's a, it's a, um, it, it's a product of of what came before it. You can't mix a bunch of a bunch of peoples from all over the world mm-hmm. and not expect that kind of knowledge to flow eventually.
1: Yeah, well, you can't keep was...
2: people. They can't invite everyone to come yeah. to one place and keep them all separate. That's uh-huh. not gonna happen. Yeah, people yeah. like people. And kids love kids. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. Matter then, what, yeah, yeah. You get what? Well, I'm they get to
1: college. Well, yeah, they got to college, and um, well, you know, we had universities. that had people coming from elsewhere to mm-hmm. seek our, you know, education. Um, <coughs> you know, there was there was reasons, and um, yeah, there was uh, uh, some would say uh, some pro- appropriation from the the, uh, the white college kids. Um, which is, I yeah. think, you know, what some, some people have a problem with that movement for. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, just in general though, just the populace of the U S just changing a lot. Um, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, civil rights movement, uh, the hippies, Vietnam war, uh, the list goes on and on and on when it comes to the sixties. So, um, yeah, so he's just one of the uh, spiritual leaders, though, that inspired, um, you know, this kind of music. I'm sure he wasn't the only one inspired by no. this guy. Um, so yeah, and uh, the. <sighs> Never mind. I don't have a fully formed thought about this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it yet. I think there's uh, there's probably significant. There's probably some spiritual significance to the mirror itself. Being the symbol that is destroyed, but I can't think of it right now.
2: Did you ever realize that they call <coughs> temper a temper because it's part of temperature?
1: Yeah, yeah. You're hot. You're hot. Wow. Well, I'm feeling, can I you feel my, right my temper? <laughs> my temper is rising. My temper temperature is rising. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh Lord.
1: You got a sensation? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm okay.
2: Feeling the sensation.
3: new vibration from afar, you'll see me. I'm a sensation. I'm a sensation.
1: Soon you'll see. (laughs) Beach Boys. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say that one. I feel as like a direct call out to Beach Boys. Like I can easily. It's it, like the I sensation, like a new vibration. Yeah, was, yeah. The vibrate When he said vibration, I'm like, oh, you're like, you're like poking fun at them or something. Like this is like a thing. They're like, that was very oh, really good. Oh, we should do that too, right? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like these kinds of things where they like they don't do it. The artists don't do it often, but when like. Rap I bars, do it often rappers do it a lot oh, more they where they like bite someone's style just specifically to <laughs> make commentary on them or like nod to them even just yeah, you know, s- like a slam um, or like exactly like a yeah a slam or like a just nod to their you know the the respect they have for their work um but yeah I really uh this is what I'm talking about with the 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 vocal harmonies you know like I could listen to these kinds of vocal harmonies all day um but, and it's, uh, I think it's, uh, one of the first times, this is like his first time like experiencing the world, right? Like this is, well, it's, it's yeah, called sensation because, you know, he's, it's all flooding in all the sensation, you know,
0: like just the damn broken, just the flood of yeah, everything, just visual and yeah. just able to hear everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I don't know, since he's done all of this spiritual, like, he's gone on this spiritual journey inside of himself, right? So he's, I think that's part of the reason he's got this, uh, maybe spiritual streak after this, because he was already like meditating all the time, kind of. In his own way yeah 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 so he kind of like he kind of just like decided he was a god and then got his sensations back you know at least i think because like the the um the uh meher baba didn't speak for uh some time to uh make a point or get closer to god
0: i'm sure everyone around him had no idea like what was actually wrong with him so when all of a sudden like he is cured it's like it's a miracle. <laughs>
1: people you that gotta only, follow this guy. People that only met him like after he stopped talking. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. Or just the stories about talk, him, like you could talk this whole time. You could talk? He can really you can speak. Wow. Can you hear this whole time too? He just like nods. He's not just smelling everything? <laughs> right. He's just not he's not just uh, uh yeah. He can't just smell objects, the shape of them. <laughs> but yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't quite full on cult leader yet, but he's he's feeling himself. You know, he's really feeling himself, and uh, everyone everyone is just you know they were already enamored with him because of the pinball stuff, and now he can he gains his senses back. Which I gotta say, if you were one of his fans for the pinball stuff, and all of a sudden he got his senses back, wouldn't you be sus- suspect at all, like? Was he just playing us yeah, the whole time?
2: There's definitely a portion of that cult that is definitely thinking that right now. Yeah, yeah. Like Where we're at in the album. I, mm-hmm, I would definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah. There's, there's right. always naysayers within every group that go, hey, why do you think Jesus hung on the cross? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. according to the stories. Mm-hmm, according mm-hmm. to the stories. That's yes, what I yes, take yes. away. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it is... Um, yeah, Kind it, it, of they have to be... I mean, I guess either they were this gullible back in the 60s or they had to be for this story to work, you know? But, (laughs) yeah. And then he says at the end, he says, A few I touched, now are disciples. Love as one, I am the light. And that's another thing that Mahar Baba did is he selected a, like, kind of smaller group of people that were, like, his kind of top dogs. Yeah. So...
2: They were the they were the yeah. ones that ran the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: they were the ones that ran the thing. Yeah, I,
1: yeah 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 they they were uh, unpaid interns essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: um, kind of like disciples.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's another here's another short one. And then, um, did you guys want to take a break?
2: I would love a cigarette break. Okay,
1: so uh, I'm gonna play this one and we'll talk about it, and then we can uh, move on. This is a sh- really short one though. Extra,
3: extra! Read all about it—the pinball wizard in the
2: miracle cue. Extra, extra! Read all about it. Extra. Those didn't even meet our 19-second
1: requirement. <laughs> yeah, didn't meet our. Yeah, it was just like 13. Seconds oh, so close! It was only 13 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have to fade in, fade out. You know, nothing. Uh, I that's the read track. All about it. That's the track. The man.
2: pinball wizard is cured, everybody.
1: Yeah, that yeah.
2: is the miracle miracle of the day. Thank all I Jesus can
0: think about is the, like the movie Newsies the kids running oh! through the streets. Like, uh, yeah. oh
1: yeah, oh damn. I love you right
2: now. I love that movie.
1: That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody
2: hated it on. Everybody shat on it. I grew up with it. I love it.
1: It's just fun to call someone a newsie when they have like a silly <laughs> hat i think <laughs> the musical the yeah
2: musical <laughs> shit was awesome and it was done by kenny ortega and he became like the number one guy for like disney musicals for like years
1: oh okay like okay. he did high school, i don't remember he did I, I high school remember, musical i can't think of his his name or his face right now
2: his name is kenny ortega and all you need to know is he he bombed with newsies and then came back and did High School Musical and every other Disney musical after that ever. Holy shit! Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> right. that doesn't like just, sound like much. Like another set like, change song of...
0: where it's kind of quick where they're just like moving and everything around is like that same little blip. Like, everyone's, like yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Down, or like someone uh-huh. runs on the stage quick and does their little line. And all like, the
1: guy, all the guys in their like you know all black stage outfits are like running around and uh, in the back with there with ah! tiny little flashlights, you know. Yep. So the yeah, whole time yeah.
0: there's like mm-hmm. two or three Little news kids running around With papers yeah. screaming and then they walk up
1: Then like one gets like caught And advocate. like it takes a second Like you know he's still running off or the stage goes off, the stage the wrong back way yeah. You still get that one
2: kid that jumps with like both hands in the air Like chess
1: uh-huh. hands Uh huh uh huh Right into the wall And extra. Um, extra. extra, extra. With that so, we'll
2: come back with some better news
1: Yeah we will be back with the album Concept hour people in a minute. The Album hour. Welcome back to What Is Dave Drinking? The uh, weekly podcast where we uh, discuss what it is that we are, we're sipping on and uh, etc., so, um, uh, you know, uh, you guys know the drill. Uh, we go around uh, from person to person and we find out what we've all been drinking lately. Dave, what have you been drinking lately?
0: Tonight or lately?
1: I think it's like lately. Are you drinking anything tonight?
0: had a from Second Shift called Sunny Cat. It was Sunny a cat. New England Sunny cat. IPA with tangerine.
1: Okay, okay
0: and then now a a maplewood crispy cream which basically crispy uh cream. Tastes like they basically just tastes like Rice crispy trees
2: my goodness oh my
0: god
1: oh that sounds delicious i love Rice crispy trees very chocolatey do they put like crispy cream in it like donuts Did, like i have no idea the
0: process It just called. No, it's called uh, <laughs> crispy cakes
1: okay 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 i was going to say cuz they probably couldn't use crispy, crispy cream right no that's yeah. definitely a brand. Definitely one of them brands. They are copyrighted, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Just to cover our ass. They okay, are okay. Um, so, yeah, that, that's uh, what you're sipping on tonight, Dave? That's what I got tonight. All right, what about you, John?
2: Well, tonight I have the old classic Ice House Edge. Mm-hmm. Cheaper at the gas station yep, than yep, the yep. liquor store. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I've been drinking a little bit of Pabst this, uh, lately because, you know, sometimes you just want to come home and not get stupid drunk. So you just have S- a little paps a little, yeah, and watch yeah. some sip TV. A
1: little, sip a little PBR. Watch have a tube. couple PBRs. Go out and have a cigarette. Watch the boob tube. Sleep,
2: sleep real good. Sleep real good yeah, good yeah, sleep,
1: okay. Good though. Okay, okay. And uh, as for me, I am uh, sipping on some water and uh, this uh, Sobe Elixir Citrus Energy. Sobe, Sobe if you can hear me. Fucking I can't believe that's to, I Put I can't remember the last time i see the a bottle If you can Put hear this me, back in stores, I will it's, s- it's the just the right level of energy for me not to feel like I'm like losing my mind. God, I you haven't know, had yeah. that since
0: like middle school or high school.
1: Well, around here they have it at Kelly's Markets. So if you want it, really? yeah, yeah. If you want it, uh, these ones uh, you you kind of sometimes they're out, but uh, I, uh, I I snagged a couple of them when I stopped by. They
0: still have the <laughs> the weird little like. Saints and the Caps.
1: Yep, yep. Um, uh, do I have mine around me here? Oh here here we go. Let's just read off a sobi right now. Uh oh, this yeah. one says um Ah Debbie <laughs> Uh if only it was Sally. <laughs> that would have been so much better if, <laughs> if it was Ooh, Sally. Right. It would have been a nice transition point,
2: but oh Debbie.
1: Oh Debbie! <laughs> oh Debbie! Yeah, it's always yeah, that's what I that's what I loved about Sobe is it wasn't like a, a a fact or a um you know it no, wasn't anything like, like it was just random. <laughs>
2: it's the Seinfeld just, of cap notes. <laughs> it's like whoever
1: is at the computer for caps it, that must be a fun job. He's <laughs> like, all right, he's uh, gonna come up in. with random. Oh Debbie! Statements. Like <laughs> they're
0: just like typing things down like during an entire meeting or everyone's just like bullshitting, like just like oh, yeah, this this would be great. This would be great. And
1: just you know it's the most
0: asigned shit.
1: My favorite one that comes out every now and again is uh it you it you just look at the bottom it just says they know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is great if you're like really stoned or something.
2: Uh, they know
1: what? <sighs> Fuck oh shit, they know? Anyway, what do they uh, know? bring back Sobe Citrus it. Energy. I miss it. Uh, it's it's energy drinks are just too much, guys. I just can't handle that shit.
2: Red Bull. I will sponsor oh. you on this show, Red Bull. Oh man, Red Bull. I makes love my you, Red Bull. Tummy hurt. Oh,
0: you man. only need one. Just smelling that or monster. Eight hour shift
2: like, requires
1: one Red Bull. I, I can't do it. You man. just
2: gotta time it out right, and you'll be fine. And, well, and- I
1: mean, you can do that until your your sto- the lining of your stomach like is disintegrated it's by oil. it.
2: Well, you don't do it every day.
1: Well, you know what? Some people you do. See, you got to have it. The only, like coffee. If you're, yeah, if you're, you know, Big Chain, you can drink Red Bulls and Monsters all day. But, like, <sighs> you know, most of us can't do that. Big Chain, we want you on the podcast. And NSYNC, Baxter, boys, let us know.
2: Please. Do it. Millennium.
1: Anyway, that has been What Is Dave Drinking? And uh, welcome back to the album concept hour. We are in the second half of the second half of Tommy. Okay. So um, we're about to get to track twenty of the album, which is Sally, Sally Simpson. Oh, Sally. Um, and uh, this is uh, this is when he's this is when Tommy's starting to go full on uh, cult slash spiritual leader. I'm not sure what they would classify it as. Here, the we toys know. the line. It toys the
3: line. Tommy always talks about the day the disciples all went wild. Sally still carries a score on the cheek to remind her of his smile.
1: Oh man. someone say, um, this one really reminded me of um kind of like Eldon Johnny. A little bit.
2: Oh, uh, you definitely got the piano in there for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's the piano. And um, I think that that's probably... I mean, I, I'm probably just thinking about it because he's in the Pinball Wizard part. But, like, you know, it seems like they maybe had an affinity, like a, a love of Elton John, like a mutual, you know, It starts out,
0: minute. like, for a while, like, oh, it could be an Elton John song. It's poppy, it's upbeat, it's it like... Yeah. To be and then it slowly just kind be. of gets a little... Mm-hmm. not as happy
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah like like oh, she's she's, she's crazy yeah
2: she's she's that she's that crazy chick that follows the band around and launches herself at the stage <laughs>
1: a groupie well this she's, is like yeah, yeah this is the origin. this is groupie. like i think it's like a beatlemania type of uh situation where like uh
2: fuck you mom <laughs> well well
1: you know how like it just like it was like people were almost scared of it because they it seemed like it was brainwashing their kids because they were so domain. excited about it you know um You're, just what yourself when they come in the building yeah yeah and this is the you know the equivalent but in a spiritual setting um which does also you know there's there's definitely groupies for spiritual leaders you know um it's not it's something that happens in the christian church and other churches because any like, any position like of to- power <laughs> Can be abused,
0: just Absolute. like you know, being tossed off the stage and like saying there's a gash and then yeah, like I know, it's, it's 16 it's...
1: stitches and like
0: it's basically
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty brutal because like she just you know, I mean, she's I just a fan Tommy. and then like you know, someone um Sally just
2: sat there crying.
1: I forget how does she get thrown off the stage? Does he? Does he actually push her? No, it was a uh a, a, was yeah, a... a uniformed man threw her off the stage. Yeah, so like uh, so Tommy himself it, didn't do it, but. Yeah. But Tommy kind of didn't say don't throw of... her
2: off the stage either. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Like he didn't seem to he doesn't seem to mind. He yeah, he talks about it as the day the disciples all went wild. Sally so, still
2: scares a char a scar on her cheek.
1: Do you think like maybe this is Tommy being surprised by people's response? Big response to him.
2: I w- I would I, w- I would say would, so. Yes. He's probably not used yes. to a lot of this stuff, so it's yeah. all like
0: it's almost new to him. Like,
2: yeah. like, think about that's why he smiled at that. He was like, "Oh, I'm there now. I have some crazy chick like willing to jump the jump the rules." Well, yeah, I guess right. that is that is a that's a
1: that is a point of fandom that you reach where you have a super fan. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. And it's it it, it me it does mean that you've reached a level of success, but it's also the part uh, where success starts to be detrimental to your life.
2: Well, think about it. that's why he smiles here because that's he's little little well, messed the, up in the head still.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that's
2: like where he's like, oh yes, I can do whatever I want now.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is his like his ego trip. He's like, ah, this is the people will trip. hurt themselves for me and still still appreciate what happened.
2: she smiles. <laughs> well, yeah, she well, because right that's
1: what, well, it, it, her mom says or something, uh, you know, don't never mind your part. It is to be what, wait, your part is to be what you'll be. So like her, her mom is, I think, just, you know, I don't know if she's like her taking the side of her, Tommy, but her
2: mom's telling her, Don't be obsessive. Your part is to be what you'll be. Uh huh. Don't like, don't just go chasing after, her. like, that's That's what a lot of 60s parents did. And then she they, ran off and
1: married a reputation.
2: Sh-
3: <laughs> yep. Yep. yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oregon, <laughs> almost famous.
3: Mm-hmm. The sister. Yeah, almost famous. That's, again.
2: That's, that's just an example of this. Yeah. Like, that's a chick who, nah, i am i am a, I'm a, I'm gonna follow my own way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go and I'm and I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything in <laughs> it nice. right away too. Nice. Somehow we synced that up too. Nice. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the beginning of his preaching journey, and then uh, uh
2: I'm free. And then
1: he's free. He feels free at this point. So here's I'm free. and uh, oh, you might recognize that part cuz um it's like one of the parts that's used in um, the beginning of Street Fighting Man that one song? of uh, <laughs> Pinball <Yeah>. <laughs> Wizard
2: the pinball wizard yeah
1: yeah i believe that's part of it's it's in the intro of that before it da, da, gets on yeah. and then it goes there. after yeah um uh, Pete oh. also claimed that this song
0: came inspired by was inspired by "Street Fighting Man" by the Rolling Stones. Oh, I he's did. quoted saying, "I'm free." Came from "Street Fighting Man." This has a weird time and shape. And when I finally discovered how it went, I thought, "Well, blimey, it can't be that simple." But it was. It was great, and I wanted to do it myself.
1: So that so he would think this is like one of his more simple, one of the more simple tunes. Yeah, on the, on the album.
0: But it was just yeah. I guess uh, yeah. It was an odd by the Stones playing it and. Yeah. Well, this yeah.
2: song doesn't really need like a. It, it, it's got a good message either way, you know. Ah, I'm free. It's like one of yeah. the best parts of the song is the chorus.
1: And freedom tastes of reality, because like you know he, you know that's what he was denied mm-hmm. was reality. Exactly. Yeah.
2: I'm free. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's all coming back to me.
1: And he's um, and it's uh, kind of unclear though, like uh, whether he's. I don't know. Excited about? He, he's just excited about being able to see, or whether he's excited about all of the people that are following him and the kind of. Uh, I think rush it's, it's a
2: combination in. of both, bro.
1: Yeah. Seriously, like he's, look at this. He's like, on his like, own he's, almost in no a way, like he's, but he's yeah. He's got. He's, the support doing, as he's now. doing what he wants to do.
2: He's just going around preaching freedom. Yeah. And people are loving him. Well, he's like and a leader, he just gets but to keep doing that, he's the leader yeah. of a movement.
1: Yeah. But he's still, in, he's still kind of, I think, in isolation, you know, as leader. Well, to absolutely. Himself, I mean, it's hard to probably, like,
0: jump yeah. out and have, like, this normal social life all of a sudden. I'm sure it's... Yeah, yeah. He's probably still slightly
2: awkward. He doesn't know how to talk to other people, Brad.
0: Yeah. He knows yeah. how
2: to speak what he's been feeling for the last some years of his he knows life. knows how to smell them. Like, he yeah, knows he what... Smell he's been emotions. alive! He's been alive, and all of a sudden, this block on just... Boom! And now everything's like, Mm -hmm. so he's experiencing it for the first time. So he's learning fast. Yeah. But it's still like, that means you have to learn how to talk to other people. You can say what you want and people can listen. And that's what's sparking the ego. But it doesn't seem like he has the personal skills yet.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still free. I think that's part of. He's free to learn that. I think it's also part of why people like him, too, is he's like kind of detached. Mhm. He
2: speaks, what One he of those detached, he speaks genius when he wants. He
1: speaks when he feels. <laughs> yeah. Cuz that's
2: all he's been able to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is feel yeah.
2: inside for the last what?
1: Well, in the four, outro how long is I he, think like, is years old I think the speak? outro is his uh followers saying how can yes, you follow? So absolutely. like Also people don't know how they can uh, you know achieve his level of spirituality, you no, know. Oh, it's
2: He's been through a lot,
1: Brad. But I think that the point maybe is that you have to be willing to lose your senses, no, and it, do what that, because that's what his, that's what his, that's what the guy is based on is trying to do. Is that's he's what trying I, to, no, I,
2: I was about to, I was about to say, yeah, like
1: denial of the senses. It's,
2: it's really like this is the reward you get when you let yourself truly feel. Would you would you experience all your senses and you let it you let it happen. Sometimes this is the reward that you can get.
1: Well, yeah, I get yeah. that, but I'm just saying, like, the reason that he is this spiritual leader, though, is because he had that time of meditation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Like his, it's like his his spirit was in the hyperbolic he, time he chamber. Would, he
2: had he had to he had nowhere to go but in himself, yeah.
1: Brad. So, uh, but I think that that's. But he was part still there. Like, he yeah, had power. I know. I get that. I'm just saying that's what the theme, the overall theme, like you know, in reference to Meher Baba, is that. You know, he took the approach where he would, uh, you know, be mute for many years or he would do fasting for a while like Gandhi, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, was kind of popular way of protest uh, or, you know, way of trying to get your point across in that time. Um, So I think that that's kind of one thing he's probably getting at, too, is like it's it's kind of almost impossible to follow. And it's it's, Mm -hmm. like his followers are grappling with that. Like, well, how do we get to his level? you know cuz if he's supposedly a god among men how do we you know what i mean that how kind of we, those kind of how
2: can we 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 but men yeah
1: kind of those cult problems you know everyone has mm-hmm. them right cult mm-hmm. problems
2: right you know it's just an everyday <laughs> thing yeah
1: yeah yeah we've all been a cult who doesn't yeah yeah um so yeah yeah. Um, it says uh, like how it says, no one had the guts to leave the temple. So I mean he's kind of getting a little bit of a ego boost. He's definitely months. getting the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's getting uh, yeah. he's got a big head on his shoulders. Um maybe enjoying it a little too much. Who knows? Um, but the next track we have is Welcome. Yeah, yeah, I like that spot. Yeah. <laughs> I just All enjoy right. that little bit they did there. We're
2: very British. Very Excuse British. me, sir.
1: There's more at the door, And, um... I feel like there's another one of those theatrical moments, you know, like, um, if this was a stage show, you, the there would be everyone, well, no, no, I was just saying like every there would be like, you know, people coming from off stage onto the stage, like one by one until the stage Boom. was just filled. Boom. You know? Or you can
0: like, like the fake house, or you can come in through like a line, quick change the house and get the other side of stage and keep like uh, this, this ongoing, oh, like, like a
1: circle kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a
2: circle kind of gets a little faster. Yeah, gets a little faster. We'll have to. And then boom, straight to
1: black. We'll have to compare our notes to the actual uh, second half of the movie when I actually watch it. I'll have to re-listen to this and see if we got anything right about what actually happens in the movie version of the songs.
3: Yeah, this
0: reason I just keep thinking Fight Club, but like when they start the house, like there's more at the door, and the people just keep showing up more and <laughs> more and more.
1: Huh. You yeah, know, this is kind of. <laughs> He's almost a fight. Fight clubs I- is kind of like one of those cult uh, build scenarios, you know. Um, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have any of his senses as Edward Norton. Edward Norton when he's uh, Brad Edward Pitt. Edward Norton. He's a completely different person. Hmm. Um, oh, they mentioned Victoria Station. Very British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is like when the cult is building, he's got his like Come little to the house, his, uh, his, his convent and, uh, what was it? Don't they build another wing to the house too? Yeah. They mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, need home. more room Building drinking, extension Drinking all night, never sleeping Everyone
2: go home and fetch their relations Yeah, <laughs> so
1: they're bringing their families into this too So, I mean, it's not even just It's, it's relations, them now. That's,
2: yeah, bring your kids too Yeah. We'll yeah. brainwash them as well
1: <laughs> Yeah um, We we'll need more Building ex- a colorful place Spare no yes. expense now Colorful um, palace um, Yeah, so uh, it, it sounds fun, guys, it does but it's not. It's not. It's not. Like, what? I mean, they don't really go into a lot of detail of like what's so fucked up about his teachings. They don't really go into his teachings a whole lot, honestly. Well, right?
0: They had enough people because actually had to have a camp now
1: too. Yeah, it's more that he, a miracle happened, and everything's predicated on the fact that a miracle happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and
0: it wasn't miracles, just him like yeah. snapping out of it.
1: I got some ancestors that are in uh, the Mormon Church, and this is very, <laughs> Mormony. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, a lot of a lot of people are joining the joining up, joining up for the the Tommy it's quite big. Yeah, Tommy's a, Tommy's got
2: a real influence.
1: Yeah, they need a camp though. You know, they need a they need to run them all <laughs> oh, up and get no. them into a camp. I think. Oh no. And this is where it takes a really oh, dark no. turn, wouldn't you say? Would you say, yeah, It sounds happy, right? It does sound happy, but. Uh, a sunny day. This is the return of Uncle Ernie. Lots Tommy's holiday camp.
3: When you come to Tommy's, the order is forever.
1: There, are hold there on. a bunch of hold clouds on, there, on, on. Brad? Let me, let me play that back for a second I actually
3: remember making welcome.
2: I remember making this oh, man, decision That's, that's uh, disturbing, <laughs> huh? You're oh, Welcome you, at the end it was your idea <laughs> But I agreed with it <laughs> <So> <laughs> What idea? Like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool what idea? You put the end of the song with that verse I don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> They just cut it like that. Welcome. Welcome.
0: <laughs> I mean, just like track 12 fiddle about it. I mean, it has this weird, like... They both have a, uh-huh. a very similar sound to them, because, you know, it's, it's yeah. like the Ernie
1: sound. It is the Ernie sound. It is. This is the... Anytime you hear this sound run, you know, this is this is like serial killer. <laughs> um, you, don't stick around. Don't not stick oh, around. God. Um... So this is uh, don't trust Uncle Ernie. Do not trust Uncle Ernie. He is a pedo bear, and uh, it's uh, not okay. It's not okay. Um, but yeah. So this is actually what's interesting is this is this is the second to last track of this album, right? Yes. But Correct. I believe this is one of the first songs in the movie because the the uh. camp is where <laughs> the mom <laughs> meets <laughs> the <laughs> new the stepdad. Because he's As, the one that has runs... Ernie been
0: working here all these years? In
1: well, Ernie worked in the movie. Ernie works at uh, Stepdad Strip Club, right? All right. Um, I don't think that's in the book or in the in the in the album. In the yeah, album the <laughs> yeah. There's not much difference. Yeah, sometimes with these ones. With these ones, yeah. It's actually kind of the point of stories. what we're proving, though. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Know? And uh, yeah, so he's so yeah, now he's in charge. Now Uncle Ernie's in charge of a camp though, instead, um, which is way, way still, worse. Like it was, it was like, you know, it was disturbing or, you know, had some undertones in the movie. But now that you know what Uncle Ernie is into, it's... Ernie and Tommy are not partners. I just don't. Yeah. Why? And we got to know. Oh. Someone he can know. trust. So yeah, that's one th- that's one really disturbing question know. we had to ask ourselves is like, did he know what happened to him with ignorance with Ernie? Or was that something he also blocked, blocked out? Blocked out completely. Yeah, so it's really uh, a lot of layers of disturbing. You know, sometimes I guess, you know, you end up working with the people that wronged you in uh, fuck it, it's your friend's album. closer. Nope. Your enemies closer. Yeah, yeah. There's one album where it's like, I almost wish I did not read the lyrics. You know? Like it was <laughs> I would almost rather go back to a time where I had no idea what was happening in this album, but you know they're trying to bring attention to it, I guess a little bit by hiding it in these poppy tunes. Um, All right, yeah, That's just true. real, uh, real like uh, you know, sing songy, d- d- disturbing. Well, it makes you feel good, uh, kind the of good stuff. side of yeah.
2: clowns, and then you kind yeah. of find out you know, it's less y kind it's of shit, the bad part of clowns.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But don't discriminate against clowns, please. Like, yeah, I mean... I got to gotta put that shout out.
1: Sure, sure. I don't know any clowns personally, so... I, I'm. Someone on the internet called me a clown, though, so, you know, I got that going <laughs> for me. People think I'm pretty funny. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Me
2: too. That's what I tell people. Yeah,
1: shout out to the uh, Hollywood Handbook uh, fan club pro version. You guys suck. Um, we have another... One more track, though. Um, Welcome. I was about to say, I mean, we we just that that one is another one of those really kind of short ones, um, and then <laughs> so this next track.
2: It is not what Brad thought. It's, it was it's gonna
1: called be. "We're Not Going to Take It," and I sincerely thought this was the "We're Not Going to Take It" from Listen, Sister. Yes. Yes. I thought that Pinball Wizard came out in the eighties <laughs> and I thought that this was we're not gonna take it from Twisted System. So that's how much I know about the Who Guys. <laughs> oh, and then when it started, right. And then when it started playing, I'm like, wait I a minute. Was like super what is this surprise
2: when I heard it too? What is what is
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? Here what are you is, talking about, Brad? We're not going we're not gonna take it
3: listening to you I get the music gazing at you I get the heat following you
1: I climb the mountain Uh, that's like uh that's what one of my favorite bits in this album um I think we use that part for that other song um we use this uh same, um, uh, what's the word for that, uh, uh, music terms, oh, section, 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 yeah, yes. the same section. section, yeah, 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 that's the technical Getting term specific. for that, um, but, uh, yeah, this is the, this is, but before, this is like near the end of the, uh, uh, song, so this is like part of the outro, I, uh, I believe, the clip that we picked um but before that though they're talking about the camp and uh you know this is i think maybe the first time Tommy is addressing everyone is that right do you guys
2: it's it very it very much seems like in the, this is in when the he's lyrics. Lyrics. It can be, doing yeah,
0: loosely based well. but a, a, uh, this actually song wasn't originally made for Tommy this was actually written before Tommy okay it was just a a song just to uh in general just how pete was feeling just like we're not going to take it basically we're not going to take fascism and take dreary uh, dying politics just like okay. a whole different like, different viewpoint but it worked well and i believe they just used it for tommy as the, the finisher
1: okay okay interesting because like i was gonna say it doesn't quite like wrap up things in a tight little knot for uh yeah. the tommy story um, I don't know if they go, if they go back to any, well, in the in the what is it one two the quadra yeah phenia um phenia or pheniac phenia phenia um in that one there's a it's also a rock opera and it's based on a character named uh, Jimmy
0: yeah a mod named Jimmy I believe
1: yeah so Timmy or Tommy Jimmy ha! similar. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe there's some similarities in that album, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically just talking straight to the listener, I think, at this Pretty point. Pretty much, yes. Uh, my name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball and put in your earplugs. <laughs> so, yeah, it is saying that you should you gotta, uh, you erase yeah, put in uh, your earplugs, put on your eye shades, and you know where to put the cork. Um, That's the best way to play pinball. But, but he's basically, he is you saying what me. I was saying earlier, though, like deprive yourself of your senses to gain this enlightenment stuff. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, yeah, he's saying, hey, you getting drunk. Uh, hey, you smoking Mother Nature. Uh, hey, hung up old Mr. Normal. You know, he's like try, kind of trying to call it to all the, the working man type people. Um, saying we're not going to take it.
2: We're not going to gonna take it. going to break
1: it, it going to shake it. Let's forget it. Better still. So... um Hold on. Now you can't hear me. I don't Here even know. Here comes
2: Uncle Ernie to guide <laughs> you. Your very I was about to say, I'm trying to process this as I machine. read through it.
1: Um, oh, no. Your mouth is filled. You can see nothing at pink, 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 pink Oh,
2: no. Oh,
1: uh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So we're not going to take it. Uh,
2: Kids, rise up. We're not going to take it.
1: Oh, and then there's this part where they say, we forsake you, gonna rape you, let's Let's forget forget you better better still. still. So, like, yeah, you can, um, uh, looking at the themes of the album, like, you know, in a bigger picture than just the one song, it definitely seems like it's like uh, a bad ending to this cult. And. Some of the notes really here really kind of feeds
2: into the whole madness of the thing.
1: Well, some of the notes here were saying that it's like the cult was ris- rising up against Tommy. But this
2: is the most negative thing we've ever done.
1: Making disillusion with Tommy. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's what in the context of the album that's what it is about, but in the context of what you were saying about its original writing, it's like yeah. anti-fascist stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just
0: to take, just to take on fascism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. do um, want no
2: religion.
1: Well, and like it. It's what's interesting though is like I just thought of this the the fact that in the song um, "Fiddle About" and like cousin Kevin,
2: the fiddle diddler,
1: they talk about those things in a really sing songy, uh, silly way to kind of mask how vulgar it is. But then here they say, we forsake you, gonna rape you. Kind of copping up to that, you know, in a very serious moment, you know. Instead of hiding it in, like, a really, like, sing-songy moment, you know. Like the other ones, like a children's song, it's, like, finally saying right out there, like, you know. Because it's from Ernie a little bit here, you know, I think coming... To say, gonna forsake you, gonna rape you, because that's what Ernie does. And then they're not gonna take it anymore. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you know, we're not gonna take it. Maybe you know, stuff happened with Ernie and some we ain't kids gonna take at the it. camp, and they rose up, and we're like, eh, fuck this. That's your, what I'm hoping. Your, your right hand man is a bad, bad man. It's a bad, bad man, bad, bad man. Yeah. Um. And then it ends with uh, listening to you. I get the music, so it goes back to that um, theme of like inner light and stuff from uh, the one where he's gazing at the mirror.
2: Bring it back around one more time.
1: We <laughs> it again, um, and then it repeats over <laughs> and over again <laughs> until, it fades. Um, until it fades. So, Dave, any other thoughts on this uh, this track here?
2: On the track, realm? no, I'm. I'm good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you
2: know the the ending really I gotta is see the like the movie, the rest of the movie. When so. when you think about like movie or like musical wise, and you hear the end of that track, it's really like ah, uh, remember remembering the good times, but then the good times always fade.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like and and maybe there's like a a message to like, you know, to those people that get power. Like, if they then give the powerful positions to their friends who they know are bad people, you know, other bad things are going to happen, you know. So even if someone is like a, you know, family member, close family member, if they're a shitheel, don't let them have a lot of power For the record, people, they'll always
2: remember life's hard. So
1: life's a bitch and then you die.
2: You just got to remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh that is the who Tommy. We uh we've covered uh one of the seminal concept albums. Um we'll we'll uh I guess next going backwards in time for these concept albums would be Sergeant Pepper, so we'll oh, have yes. to do that uh sometime this season.
2: Oh, Would that would be that would be number Yeah. That'd be that'd be the next one we should tackle seeing as how we're tackling the big
1: ones. Mhm mhm. Yeah, season 2 is going to going to be biggins doubles. Maybe do one more double album. Maybe we'll do uh oh yeah, we talked about Actually, it.
2: Actually lo- Sgt. Pepper is a double album. <laughs> oh shit, really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I
0: haven't no. listened to it in a while. Isn't that's it? a single that's a single album. I'm pretty sure it's a all single album. Right, I think right. that- It's like it's like 9 or 10 tracks, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, the white one is the double album. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's That good. white album. Yeah. If you want to do like soundtracks, I think
0: like Purple Rain would be wild. Mm, yes. We could definitely yes, do Purple ooh, Rain. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> one of the greatest writing, albums writing of all time. All of So one down. of the worst movies yes. ever.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on no, who no, you are. No, no, no. I, I get that, but yeah. like,
2: like that's like critically, that's how it, it's it's stated that because it was a great album, but the uh, the movie fell flat basically.
1: <laughs> I have to watch the movie. I, I haven't seen the movie, but um, I I know you know some people that talk very highly of it. So I mean, I guess it depends on your perspective. Right. You're absolutely um, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like that one weird Michael Jackson movie. I'm sure like that one was strange. Walker? Yeah, that was a weird one. Remember that one? He like turns into a giant robot. What? I,
0: think I remember the arcade game more than the Mike- movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, he turns into like a giant. Like Gundam type thing. That's
2: hilarious.
1: Point, I think that was just like a car. I can't remember. I don't know. He turns into some something. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's been ah. that's been Tommy. Um, oh, but we're okay. gonna go around the horn and that we're was gonna an check. Uh, journey, guys. Yeah, it was. I'm glad. I'm glad we're done with Tommy. I'm glad I like it. I liked it. It was fun. Um, we had
2: we had a good time, guys.
1: But yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's never talk about this one again. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Um, anyway, uh, Dave, what have you been listening to these days?
0: Oh, a bunch. But the, the two things I want to bring up I got a sort of suggestion by a friend, Tristan. So I got into some synth wave and synth pop. Okay. Uh, first band, Gunship. Okay. Celled and another one called Fm84 I would say they're both really really just fun just 80s fun like but they're just new it's current but it's yeah yeah definitely check them out
1: okay okay nice nice what about uh what about you John leave you been jamming on
2: well I've been listening to uh a lot of not not even listening to watching a lot of uh, the, the college humor stuff again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pop it up my walls so. oh man oh i recommend uh the the google like if google was a person the
1: google the google what do you mean <laughs> it's hilarious oh oh oh, oh the google. college humor yeah things. the college yeah, yeah, humor yeah, yeah. google yeah, yeah. skit uh-huh.
2: i totally i totally highly recommend that
1: Watch okay that okay show. okay um
2: Otherwise I haven't been listening to much. Uh just yep, yep. Uh, a lot of my a lot of nineties radio. Right now at work, uh I have to listen to a lot of one oh one five when I don't have a speaker. So uh-huh. I yeah, I listen to yeah. a lot of our the, the stuff that we, uh, we we talk about all the time, like rush okay, okay. and such. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot lot of Pink Floyd. They've been playing a lot of uh Yeah, they're always doing a lot that. of the wall yeah, yeah, yeah. lately. Well, lo- the wall the wall's on its next like twenty year period, you know, it's like yeah. It's, it's you know, it it's like forty years old now. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's an old so. one. This one's even older. But it's on it's yeah. on
2: one oh one five. So yeah. yeah oh yeah. yes, this one beats it by ten years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as for me, I have been listening to um actually just a lot of the who because um Tommy got just kind of stuck in my head and has been stuck in my head since we started working on this one. And uh yeah, it's just lodged in there. Um Have you gone and then, early, um, had any
0: their earlier stuff?
1: Uh, not their earlier stuff yet, but I've been listening to the albums following this album. And okay. um, Who's Next was really, uh, I've talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's, you know, I really, really like it, uh, but it's, it's... the harmonies that are missing uh, bumped me out a little bit just because I was so into these Beatles, Beach Boys-esque harmonies. Yeah, it's
0: definitely more just straight rock, but I mean... I think yeah, it's a real like, transition uh, point. My generation was definitely more, the first one was definitely a little more rock than like their next two. I think it's the Who sell out and
1: also mm. a
0: quick one. Those, I think you enjoy those, I think a lot
1: more. I listened to a little bit of the Who sellout. I listened to like, uh, I listened to a bunch of tracks while I was playing video games, but it did sound a little more like Tommy. So I'm going to try to listen to the earlier half of their catalog. Cause I like the other stuff. It's just it seems like a different band almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, um,
2: they survived the transition of like the late '60s into the early '70s. That's
1: true. Some yeah, bands they survived. Were able, they reinvented Some themselves. Some bands
2: broke up and
1: yeah, whew,
2: mm-hmm. whew, found new pieces to work with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what. That's that's what especially for like pop, like FM type radio. Yeah, that's what yeah. that was for the early like 70s. yes yes you the either survived
1: it egos. and you
2: merged to the 70s or yeah well you you, you worked with somebody else or you went solo
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's uh, that's the way it goes um, also it is the way it goes. listen to um, the band uh, dope for now that's the number four now um it's a band uh we're gonna be having an episode coming out with, from the uh, pick apart the passion podcast uh it's gonna be episode four uh look out for that it's probably gonna be out it's probably already out honestly it's probably out right
2: now
1: <laughs> it's not but there is an episode with uh, martel chapman that's out right now and uh i i i like it so check that out um and uh, yeah, they have uh, ten tracks that they release. They're um like each a week apart, and uh, there's some good tracks. And uh, check them out. Also, uh, I'll announce the uh, now that I've got everything figured out for it, we are making a Dark podcast. The um, the Netflix TV show Dark um, is uh, it's a German TV show about time travel and a bunch of depressing nonsense. And um, me and my sister Mel, who was on a previous episode, uh, the Johnny Cash episode, and um, her longtime pen pal, uh, Tim, from Germany, are going to be breaking down wow. uh, two episodes at a time for the, the show Dark. So um, if you are a first-time watcher of Dark or are uh, watching it through another time, it's perfect for either of those because we're going to have first timers and uh, seasoned uh, dark uh, aficionados. So, um, yeah, yeah, that should be out uh, by now. Our first episode should be out. So um, go check that out. Uh, it will be called, uh, I think we we landed on um, The Travelers, A Dark Podcast. So if you're a dark fan, that makes sense.
2: That's a pretty cool name.
1: Um, yeah, look out for that. So that's all I got going on uh, lately. Um, also, uh, you know, why not uh, go listen to Teachers Lounge on Earwolf or uh, uh, Big Grande's uh, Teachers Lounge? Really funny, good improv comedy. Um, yeah, that's all I got today, guys. Uh, any other closing closing thoughts before we get out of here? I got no. I'll take that as a no. Tommy changed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. All right, we'll see you guys later on uh, the album concept hour. Stay tuned for a quick ad. A TV series lives three lives. The first ends with a series finale. The second, with the rewatch of the series. And the third, with the fan commentary podcast that accompanies the rewatch of the series. It is inevitable that they go through all three stages. The first watch will turn into a rewatch, and a rewatch into what you see before you. Travelers, a dark podcast. Available on Spotify. Thanks for listening. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Scott Wesley. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Please like us on Facebook or friend us on Twitter or MySpace and let us know what concept album you would like to hear on the podcast. See you on Side B. This has been a Revolver Audio production. Executive producer Brad LeBaron. For more podcasts, visit SoundCloud.com slash Revolver Audio. Or to support new content, visit co-fi.com slash Revolver Audio.
3: Mmm, Revolver.